what I'd like to talk about tonight, we're talking about Hilfus Kriya Satara, is a halacha which happens, uh, unfortunately, and it's the kind of time when, like I say always, one of those halachas which a rov always has to know on the top of his fingers is mistakes in davening or mistakes in Kriya Satara. Because when it happens, he doesn't always have time to check up. Right. So we're going to talk about two different kinds of uh, mistakes, things which can go wrong if you call them a The One is if the person uh, who's getting the idea, he m- makes the bracha before his idea, and then he, they realize that he was actually in the wrong place. It wasn't where he was meant to read. He read, or he made, he, well, the place he was shown to read wasn't really where he was meant to read. He what was do we shown do? the wrong place. He was shown the wrong place that he made a bracha on. And the other question is, what's he meant to do now? That's the one option. The second uh, halacha we want to talk about tonight, which unfortunately happens too, and that is if we find a mistake in the Zephyr And both of these really principles work around the same general principle, and that is when a person wants to do a mitzvah, and he had, his, and he had in mind to do a mitzvah, so then for whatever reason, uh, the mitzvah didn't happen. So now he has to, well, now what do we do now? Regarding doing the mitzvah and regarding the bracha. And then we find a number of other mitzvahs where the same thing could happen. A person makes a bracha on blowing the shofar. He tries, he tries, he tries, he tries, he doesn't manage. Okay, so you have to now try, try to find a different shofar to blow from. So now on the second shofar, or bring somebody else. So in a case like that, where the, the original shofar isn't working, and you have to go find another one, does he have to make the bracha again? And the reason why that's a question is because we say that even though the intention was to do a mitzvah, and I still want to do the mitzvah, but my intention was to do the mitzvah on a particular object. And if that's the case, if I can't do the mitzvah with that particular object, uh, if I can't do the mitzvah with that particular object, then I have to find a new object to do the mitzvah with, so I have to make the bracha again. And that's why it's actually brought down in Hilchus Tzkir Shofar that Baltakeh, if he has more than one shofar which he's thinking of using, he should have them all in front of him. And that way, any of the ones that he's going to use are included in the bracha. He doesn't have to think that a different shofar might be uh, math to look for later and have to make the bracha again. So that applies to other mitzvahs. And the other question is, does that apply to Kriyasa Torah as well? In other words, when a person goes up to the Torah to get an idea, and he expects to, he's being shown where he's meant to be learning from, so he, he's shown the place, and therefore he thinks, this is where I'm meant to be learning from, that's where he makes a bracha on. And then we find out that actually the place that he was reading was the wrong place. It wasn't where he was meant to read from. So do we say that's in the same category as a person who intended to do a mitzvah and the, with a certain object, which in this case would have been what's in front of him, and he wasn't able to do that. So he's going to have to uh, say the bracha again and uh, in, on the new place where they're going to be. Or do we say no? His intention was, he's, he's, he wants to read, read the Torah. And since he wants to read the Torah, and the Torah is still in front of him, the exact placing of the Torah isn't what's going to make a difference. Um, so the first point is, the reason why we show the person the place where he's going to read before he reads, even though he's making a bracha on the Torah, is as a den of a hefsek. We want to begin as soon as he's made the bracha, and therefore if he knows exactly where to look for, as soon as he's made the bracha, we can start today. Whereas if after he's made the bracha, now we start looking for the right place, so then it's going to take an extra amount of time, and therefore we try not to do that. We don't want to make a necessary hefsek between when he makes the bracha and when he reads. An example of that is every Shabbos. 
a person makes hamoitzi on a full loaf, as we know, and but the minag is to mark already beforehand where a person wants to cut. And the reason for that is because otherwise we think that a person, after we made the brach, is now going to start deciding where should I start cutting from. That's not necessary hefsek. If a person decides that in advance, so that it makes there less of a time delay between the bracha and, uh, and the mitzvah, and the same idea over here. The idea of knowing where you're going to learn means there's less of a time delay to look for the right place before you start learning. So, and he says, um, if uh, they, he realizes after he made the bracha that the place that they're showing him is not the right place to read, and they have to now roll the Torah to a different place, so the Shulchan Aruch brings two opinions. He brings one opinion that he doesn't have to make another bracha. Um, that's the opinion of the first opinion is brought in the Beis that the Beis brings from the other Achronim. And the reason for that would be, like we said, the intention was to make a bracha on the Sefer Torah. He's making a bracha on the Sefer Torah. The exact place where it's going to be isn't uh, isn't uh, going to be Makkah. And the Beis himself holds that a person does have to make the bracha again. And he understood the reason is because when I'm shown a parasha, the kavana was on the parasha in front of me, on the parasha which I'm, I'm intending to read right now. And then if I find that that's not the right parasha, so then I didn't have in mind for something else. Um, the Beis Yosef, the Shulchan Aruch, isn't, doesn't decide. He doesn't. Uh, he just brings these two opinions. He doesn't uh, make a clarification of what the halach is. But the Acharonim or Paskin, like the second opinion, and that is, if the place wasn't the right place. So then we'd say that the person didn't intend to read that, and he should make another bracha. This but, is the bracha or anything? Yeah, for sure. It's a bracha for nothing. And you have to be right, we're all to serve it at the right place, and then let's make the bracha again. It doesn't make it, and uh, that would be in a case where it could happen, they forgot to roll the sefer Torah. So they open the Torah, and it's the Balkaris is Vaidabra Shul Moshe So yeah, that's where we're starting. Vaidabra Shul Moshe shows in the place, and then he realizes this is the wrong parasha. And then we have to roll the Torah to get to the right parasha. So in a case like that, I heard him say that it wasn't what he intended, and therefore he has to make the bracha again. But they do what, what the Achorim also said, that's for the Mashrubur Paschal, that's what we do as well. And this is uh, more difficult to understand. We need the Svara for this. And that is, if it's, if it's on the same column, with open in front of him, the right place as well, so then, um, then he doesn't have to make a new bracha. So, in other words, they're answering exactly what the Shulchan Aruch said. The Shulchan Aruch said, if it's the wrong place, we, we do have to make a new bracha. And uh, the, the Acharni Paschal, the Mishnah Berurah's conclusion is as well, that it depends. If it's part of what was open in front of him when he made the bracha, then he doesn't have to make a new bracha. And if not, then he does. Now, there does also say a reason for that, and that is when a person gets shown in Aliyah, he doesn't know how, not, how long the Aliyah is going to be. So he may be shown where it's beginning, but he doesn't know how much he's going to read. You could be reading a column or two. There are some along ideas in the Torah. And if that's the case, so even if the part which, which was actually correct is on the next column, it wasn't out of his mind. He didn't know where he was going to get to. And there, as long as it's in front of him, so maybe we're going to get there too. And therefore, we, there wouldn't be a reason to make another bracha. But that's not such a good answer because what would be if it was before? In other words, let's say they're at the end of the column, but really they're at the beginning of the column. So a person doesn't, if he's shown the end, doesn't think he's going to read what's above that. And therefore, that's not the, even though such as far as brought down, the, that doesn't seem to be um, the reason of the Achreinim, and others, that someone is open in front of him, he doesn't have to make the bracha again. What's more mashmah is it's similar to a different halacha. And the halacha is, let's say I have an apple. I want to eat an apple. 
and I say I ate, and I just require a chance to eat the apple, I drop it, and it rolls off the edge of my balcony, it's gone. So I want to go to the fridge and find a new apple. By luck is I'm going to have to make another height, because this was an apple I intended to eat, this apple disappeared, I have to go find a new apple which wasn't there at the time, and now I have to make a new height. In other words, my bracha, even if it's the same bracha and the same fruit, it only covers the one I intended to eat. But let's say I'll be sitting at the table and there'll be a bowl of fruit in front of me. So I pick up an apple from the bowl, I say I ate, and then I realize this apple is actually not a good apple, it's, it's already gone, mm-hmm. it's moldy, whatever the case is. So I put it down and take another apple from the bowl. In that case, I have to make a new bracha. In that case, that office, I don't have to make a new bracha. Does. It does not. And the reason for that is, it's enough. So it could be I took out the one to make a bracha on, but the others are here. And if it wasn't out of my intention that I wasn't thinking of eating other apples, the apples are in front of me. And if that's the case, there would be a similar spot over here. And that is, what's in front of me is included in my bracha. And therefore, if this is what's open in the column in front of me in the Torah, so even though I, I was thinking about a later place in the column or a different place in, on, on the Torah, but since it's in front of me, I say that's included in my bracha too. And so anyway, it's not in front of me, now I have to roll the Torah to get there, or I have to move the Torah to get there, in a case like that, then I say, this is something which wasn't in his mind, and therefore he'll have to make another bracha. What's the we're going to talk about? That's a mistake by the Balkari, or the person getting the Aliyah. He makes a mistake where he's meant to learn from. Where he's meant to learn from. And like we saw, the Nafkimina will be in the cases where he has to repeat the bracha, and uh, if you're going to be in a different place, or he can move to the right place and and uh, not, not need a new bracha if it's still in front of him. The one point we should do say is that we don't read the wrong place just because he made a bracha there. In other words, we, we could have made an argument, you know, to prevent the person making a bracha of Atala, let's just read for him where we are now. Sweep so Kim and we'll be we will we'll have satisfied uh, we'll have satisfied reading the Torah. And there won't be a bracha of Atala. We don't do that. If it's the wrong place, it's the wrong place. If it's going to necessitate us rolling the Torah to the right place, that means we'll have to make a bracha again. So be it. What can we do? Uh, why is that? So there's two reasons given. There's a general reason, and that's always a question, of how much importance we give to it of the Tzibura, which means to do things which we don't need to do, um, and therefore it will be an inconvenience to the Tzibura. Uh, that's, uh, that's one cheshpan. So the question is, is that enough of a cheshpan over here? where it would save a person making a bracha for nothing to read three psukim and like add that in uh, or, or is that enough of a factor against the tirch of the tzibur that the have to listen to three more psukim which isn't what they wanted to hear but there's another cheshpun as well and that seems to be more the cheshpun which is the halacha and that is that's not the Torah in other words Chazal when they were talking to read the Torah didn't say randomly open the Torah and read it Chazal's uh, takonot case of Prisa Torah is what a person is meant to read and therefore, reading the wrong thing is the same as not reading. I wasn't, uh, we don't just open the Torah to read any Can't random place. And that's not what the brachas are meant to be on the, on the Kriya Satara that there's meant to be. And therefore, if the Torah is in the wrong place, so it's not going to help him to read the Pesukim here. That wasn't what Chazal wanted you to read. And because of that, I'm going to have to either way around move to the right place to read the right place. And uh, because of that, um, I'm, going to have to, I'm going to have to make another bracha. The difference between the two opinions is, Let's say they showed me a place to read in the Torah, which was the end of the column, a few psukim ahead of where I meant to read. In other words, really, they showed me a paragraph too soon. They showed me the bottom paragraph over here, and really the right place would be the top paragraph on the next column, which I can't see. It's covered. So based on the rules we said now, it's not open in front of you. 
Balacha is isn't covered by your bracha. And uh, over here you'll have to roll to the next column. You look at the right person, make the bracha again. But here the question is, why can't I just read from where I am? I'll, I'll keep going. I'll read until the end of this paragraph. I'll just read the next paragraph too. And then I'll, I will have read the right mm-hmm. reading as well. In other words, if as far as Terech and therefore there's a cheshpun of, of not making the tzibur listen that they don't want to hear, so maybe that could be a cheshpun. If, if the point is that the Kriya Satorah is what Chazal wanted me to read, so I'm getting there. The fact that I read a few psukim before that, and I will get to what I'm meant to read, why would that be, why would, what would be the problem with that? And why would that, so to speak, be more important than um, having to make and make an extra bracha for nothing? So that's where it becomes a question, what's the right thing to do? In other words, if it's just a few psukim beforehand, then I could read to the right place and continue from there. So then, should, is there a reason to do that? The Mishabura doesn't make this chiluk. The Mishabura seems to go with the general halacha, and that is if what the place that I meant to read wasn't open in front of me, uh, it doesn't make a difference if it's just turning the column one time or it's another side of the Torah. Either way around, I'm going to have to first roll to the right place and make a bracha in the right place. Well, what if... Then, uh, ...which was brought down, it was in the Shachonarach, the Taz, the Mishabura. Now, there's another side here as well, which the person can bring down, and that is, um, let's say, a person knows what he wants to read. I know what I want to read, and it's not that I'm just coming up without knowing what, what I'm meant to read, and the Balkari shows me that I make the bracha, and it's the wrong place. A person knows, I'm being called up for, uh, let's say, a Rosh Chodesh, uh, and I know what the day for Rosh Chodesh is. So I make a bracha on the Torah, and then I see up in the Torah that it isn't in the right place. So over here, it wasn't that I thought I'm making a bracha on this part of the Torah, and then I find that it's that I actually should be somewhere else. Over here, my intention was to, I knew what I wanted to read, my intention was to read that parasha, but I see that's not the parasha in front of me. So the Bira Lacha asks a question, is that the same thing? Or is that different? Because over there, it's not that I thought I was going to read what's in front of me, and then I was wrong. It's like losing the apple and having to go find another one. Over here, I knew what I wanted. It's like I had in mind the apple in the fridge. So I have in mind I'm going to make a bracha on the apple in the fridge. So if that's the case, I can go to the fridge and find my apple. It wasn't, it wasn't a change of intention. And therefore, the Bereh Lachas had said that if a person isn't just going up to learn whatever he's shown, he knows what he wants to learn, then even if it wouldn't be in the right place, um, even if it wouldn't be in the right place, maybe I don't have to make a new bracha because my intention was to learn the parasha which I was meant to learn. The Bereh doesn't, he brings the question, he brings the Mechalikas about it, he doesn't resolve it, he doesn't come to a resolution about it, but he says he brings the, at least the two sides of maybe that might be different than that. Right, that's the, that's the din of uh, the first thing I want to speak about, and that is a mistake from the point of view of the person getting the idea, and that is the mistake of uh, starting from the wrong place. And the second point I want to talk about is the second kind of mistake which can happen, is a mistake by the Valkyrie. And that is his reading, and he makes a mistake in the reading, which happens. People either made mistakes in how they read it, or sometimes they get twi- they t- tongue twisted, they don't pronounce the word right. So, a mistake by the Valkyrie. So, what's the din of a mistake by the Volkari? So, we're going to divide mistakes by the Volkari into three categories. There's sometimes where the mistake is a, a big enough mistake that either it changes the meaning of the word completely, or it, 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 the, way, the way the word was expressed is, has no meaning. It's not a word. A person says the wrong letters, or even the wrong nukudus, which makes this word a non-real word. In a case like that, it's just like if the Volkari would have missed out a word. And in a case like that, he's going to have to go back. He didn't hear that word, so he's going to have to go back. And this can happen, like I said, from a mistake. It can happen because the Valkyrie just jumps the word sometimes. Or sometimes 
He doesn't pronounce the word clearly, and we didn't hear it. And therefore, he might have said S S S, whatever it is, and we didn't hear that. We just heard the word. We didn't we, we didn't hear the word he missed. So we have to go back. We didn't hear. We, we, we're missing a word. We have to go back and say it again. In cases like that, we call it tos, which changes the meaning of the pasuk or misses out the word of the pasuk. In cases like that, the halacha is he's going to have to go back, even if he's much later on. It's not just the case of a question catch him on the spot. Even at the end of the aliyah, we come back with it and say, you know, Rebbe Kore, and the beginning of the aliyah, you missed, you missed out a word. We didn't hear that word. So now we're going to have to go back and read it again. We're going to have to go back and read it again from wherever the mistake was, the beginning of that pasuk, until wherever the next person is going to read it. Because we can't, we, if we made it to hear Kresa Torah, we're now missing a part of the Kresa Torah. Now, the Mishaburah says that this thing only applies in Shabbos, not during the week. And the reason for that is because the din of Shabbos is that we, we have to hear the whole Torah broken up into the weekly portion. Whereas if you read in the week, anyway you're going to hear again on Shabbos. Anyway you're going to hear again on Shabbos. And if that's the case, so then we don't have to be makbid now that on the word we missed out on, that we have to go back and make him say the whole Aliyah again to correct him. In other words, if we're going to catch the Aliyah at the time, the mistake, as he said, it's the next category we're going to talk about, and of course, correct him and, and um, we'll, we'll say it right. But do we have to make him back up, go back and say from there again? In the normal case of a weekday, no, because since anyway we're going to repeat this on Shabbos, so then we'll have the Kriya as it's meant to be read properly on Shabbos. It's interesting, they ask the question, there are a number of times in the year where we repeat the Kriya, more than once. Chalam for example, or Shkodesh, the Shetim Sukkim repeats again, or Simchastera. And if that's the case, I ask the same question. If the, if the Balkari made a mistake in the first time round, and we only realized that later on, is there anything to make him repeat? Are we anyway going to do it again? So we'll just listen to the next time round. And then we'll have heard it properly. Maybe the next idea? The next idea. He's going to say the same thing again. In other words, here yeah, it's not a shadow of, if we, if we, again, if we find him at the time, so of course, we're going to correct him. But if later on, do we now have to go, make him go back again in order to, in order to correct the mistake? Uh, that's only because we need to hear the whole Torah um, properly. And that's only by Shabbos. Or in the case where he's not going to be repeating this again. But in the case where anyway he's going to be repeating it again, so then we can just run the next time um, in order to in order to be attacking that. That's uh, that's the first category. We know that it's much later on, and now we want him to go back and 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 relearn again. So if you, to to fill in what we missed out. Um, now the second category is something which is a mistake, but it doesn't change the meaning. Something which is a mistake which doesn't change the meaning. So in cases like that, so if at the time, um, if we correct him, we can correct him at the time. But if we didn't, then we don't have to go back and correct him later because it wasn't like we missed that part of the Chris We heard it. Examples like that, the Mishaburah's example, is the difference between, it's not really the Mishaburah's example, it's the Gemara's example. Except the Gemara is talking about Megillah's essence, the Gemara and Megillah, and the Mishaburah applies it to the Torah too. So we know that the word for Jews, the whole way through Megillah's essence, is Yehudim. Uh, to uh, and it's always Yehudim. How do you pronounce the word? Well, uh, one Jew is a Yehudi. The plural should be Yehudim, and that's how we say it. But the Gemara says that Rav had a Balkare who pronounced it each time he said the word Yehudim. Yehudim. Now there isn't such a word in grammar. There isn't such a word in Hebrew, but it doesn't change the meaning. We still know what you mean. You mean the Jews. And therefore, since it doesn't mean something different, so then Rav didn't correct him. In other words, he didn't, he didn't go with that because it means the same. Plural of Yehudi, Yehudi 
So it's not really right. The plural of Yehudi should be Yehudim. But if he's saying Yehudim, so that's not enough of a change. Um, the example the Mishnah Berurah gives about the Torah of such a thing, the same thing. The plural of the Mitzri is Mitzrim. And if you're going to talk about it um, with the same mistake, you can first say Mitzriim, um, so then it's not a mistake. I mean, it's not the right one it's meant to be, but it doesn't mean something different. And a case like that, and if you made a mistake, so then it doesn't fastle the career, and therefore we can go back to it. Okay, that's a, that's a case of a mistake which isn't a mistake which changes the meaning. Now, a mistake which we can correct at the time. Okay, so you can correct at the time to read it right. But there's a third category of mistake, and that is a mistake where it's better not to correct it. And where's that? This is something which a lot of Malikari also make a mistake on Nikshalin, and that is when it comes to the Pasuk with Hashem Hashem in it. Now, saying a Pasuk with Hashem Hashem is permitted if a person finishes the Pasuk. But if a person is going to stop in the middle and then backtrack and say Hashem's name again, it's saying Hashem Shemayim for nothing. I hear it all the time. And Malikari make this mistake. They, they lose the track where it goes, oh, so they go back and say the last three words again. If it has Hashem's name, it goes like that, it's better to Malikari keep going, finish the Pasuk. If we have to correct afterwards, then we'll think about what to do, we have to go back to and start again. But uh, the case where as soon as there's something slightly <coughs> wrong, the person, the Balkar is going to go back and start the Pasuk again and say Hashem's name again, is really saying Hashem's name for nothing. I was once in a minion where they had a very Hashem based and he was there, and the Balkar did that. And uh, his elderly man, he jumped. He said, say Baruch Hashem. It's like, you say Hashem's name for nothing. In the middle of yeah. Wait, to say Baruch Hashem. Yeah. He was like, he was like, he really felt, oh, wow, it's a mistake. Okay, that I hear, probably does it every single week. Case like that where it's not going to die to connect because it's going to make him be nichshal in saying Hashem's name again for nothing. Um, of course, if he said the pasuk wrong, so for sure we're going to have to go back again. He didn't say it right. But in a case where it wasn't something which believed is possible, it's better not to go back and say Hashem's name for nothing. And even then, if he wants to correct, after he's finished the Pasuk, start from the beginning again, and, and say the Pasuk right. And then the third category, which is very prevalent, is a mistake <coughs> in, the, in the trap, in the timing. Now, the halacha is one doesn't have to correct for that. And that's for very rare occasions where it will change the meaning of the Pasuk, which is very rare. Most times, when the, the, the tune of the word doesn't change the meaning. It's just the way to suck him to flow better. And therefore, if a Bokhari makes a mistake in the, in the tune, in the timing, there's for sure no reason to go back. There's for sure no reason to go back. And sometimes the Bokhari wants to, because now he loses track of how to keep going. If, you know, if he knows the, the flow of the, of the tune, so then it keeps going. And if he gets stuck on the tune, so he doesn't know where to go back, how to keep going. So go back to get the tune right, so he can, can carry in the passage. But then again, you have to be very careful of Shem Hashem. Because here there's mamish no reason to go back and, and, and say Shem Hashem again. It's mamish for nothing. And therefore, again, the person the has to be awake. Like if it's going to, we're, we're not automatically go back and correct. The person needs to think first: if by correcting, am I am I doing something more wrong, or not? Are you, are you... The best thing would be if a balkara realizes that he said something wrong in the process, which was Hashem's name. Now, if it's really no good, what he said is he can't go right. He said the wrong word. He said Moshe instead of Aaron, or something like that. So for sure, he's going to, have to start the pasuk again and say it right. But the case you're talking about is in the case it wasn't such a big mistake. And in a case like that, you're better off finishing the Pasuk, because maybe the Pasuk would and then start again from the beginning of the Pasuk, and then and then say it again the right way around. If the Balkara, after saying Hashem's name, now stops in the middle and goes back again, 
So now he's already made a mistake because now he's he, he hasn't he said Hashem's name without a pasuk, so it's for nothing. So of course we don't, we want him to do that. But if he's already said Hashem's name the second time and he's gone back to Gretchen and said Hashem's name again, now for sure keep quiet and let him finish because we don't stop him necessarily now and make a second half sick. And uh, the, the story I told before was when the guy said Hashem's name and went back to him the pasuk. Before he got to Hashem's name the second time, he stopped him. He can't do that. But uh, of course, the, 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 the because that first time was was Latam. That's the second thing we want to talk about, and that is the din of uh, the chazan, the Balkari who makes the mistake. And now the third thing we want to talk about briefly, just this is uh, also the category of mistakes, and this is uh, can happen too. I remember we holding the shabbos here, and that is when there's a mistake in the sefer Torah. When there's a mistake in the sefer Torah, what do we do now? So really, this is a sugya in its own right. We'll just briefly go through the three opinions on what's the deal of mistake of Sefer What's the mistake of Sefer So this brings us to a, a number of interesting points. First, there's background to the halacha. What then of, is a person allowed to learn from a Sefer which has a mistake? Is a person allowed to learn from a Sefer which has a mistake? Do we say, as soon as one letter is out in the Torah, you can't use the Torah anymore? Or do we say, no, it's still Sefer it happens that one letter off. Okay, but Lemaise, most of the Sefer Torah is there. It's all written as a Sefer Torah. So uh, I have to fix it, but in the meantime, I can still learn from it. And this is a big mechalikus in the Rishonim. The Rishonim will hold as the second the Sefer Torah is possible, it's over. I can't use the Sefer Torah anymore. And the other Rishonim will hold that no, I'm allowed to use the Sefer Torah, which is possible. I have to fix it, but Lemaise, I'm still allowed to use it. And the difference would be, according to the first opinion, if I have a supposed Sefer Torah, don't lie. Even if I don't have another Sefer Torah, Okay, so one of the Torah is nothing we can do. We don't have a Sefer Torah. And according to the second opinion, I'm allowed to take out the Torah and read it and make brachas on it because I can still learn from a Sefer Torah, which is a psalm. In other words, there's a very big difference between the two opinions in the Rishon. Now, with that in mind, the Shulchan Aruch's psak of what to do when a Sefer Torah is a mistake is the Shulchan Aruch's general mahalach. In cases like this, where we have a machlokas Rishon and what to do is when it comes to a bracha, we're always going to say we can't make you make brachas for nothing. Because according to one opinion, it'll be a bracha levatal. And therefore, the Shaykh says, L'chadkhili, if I know Sefer Torah is possible, I can't make a bracha. And, but if a person already has made a bracha on a possible Sefer Torah, and you only realize afterwards, then I don't have to make him repeat the bracha from a Sefer Torah. Because each way around, I have the suffix, maybe I'm making someone make a bracha for nothing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if now that I know the Sefer Torah is possible, then you're showing him behold, you can't make a bracha on it. So to let somebody make a bracha on a positive Torah, I can't do. On the other hand, if I would say, well, the Torah is possible, so let's start again. I also can't do that, because now I'm going to make people make a bracha, maybe unnecessarily, because maybe they were yet in the positive Torah. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch is, whatever is done is done. And from, in other words, with the, with the first Sefer Torah, any brachas which were made, any aliyahs which were already, which already, we've already passed, we finished that. We, that we rely on the opinions that once you've done it, that you can rely on the positive Torah. From now on, we can't use that anymore. But now we know it's possible, we have to get a second Torah and carry on from there. And then there will be a case where we find the Torah is possible between two ideas. So let's say after Shlisha, we find the Torah is possible. So now we're going to say, okay, the previous three ideas, they already read, they made their brachas. Okay, the Bidiyavid are around the opinion that you know how to do that. But from now on, we can't make somebody else. Make a bracha on the Sefer Torah, we know it's possible. We're going to, to find a new Sefer Torah and continue from where we are right now. And as a corollary to that, the Shachlan of Paskans, that if in the middle of somebody's idea, he finds a mistake in Sefer Torah, so stop right here, take out a new Sefer Torah, and continue from the Sefer Torah. 
And then when you finish it, and then you say for so then, uh, then you'll make the bracha there. And we don't make you make the bracha, the, the final bracha on this Sefer because now we know it's possible. We can't make a bracha on it. And we don't make you repeat the first bracha on the new Sefer because once you made the bracha, the opinion is that you're yetzi with it. And therefore, the halacha always is, as soon as I know that Sefer is possible, the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is stop, and carry on from the Sefer Whatever's done is done, and from now on we can't use it anymore. The opinion of, the second opinion is brought down as the opinion of the Mardachai, and the Mardachai holds, not like a Shulchan Aruch. He holds that the person who's in the middle of an aliyah has to finish his aliyah in this Sefer And therefore, in a case like that, uh, when a person is busy learning and he finds a mistake, uh, we find the mistake in the Torah. So the Mardachai says, we're going to tell this person, finish your aliyah as soon as you can. Either Sri Psukim or whoever the nearest place is allowed to finish his aliyah. Finish your aliyah. Make a bracha after the, afterwards on the Sefer Torah. And then after take up the Sefer Torah. In other words, the Mardachai doesn't hold, you can never change Sefer Torah by one person. And therefore, now, even though now, now we know it's possible, and now we're going to have to go find the new Sefer Torah to continue, but this person has to finish. And therefore, we'll finish his aliyah wherever we can, Make him make the bracha afterwards, and then only afterwards transfer to the Yisrael Torah. The Ramah, and this is how we pass the Ashkenazim passing at least, the Ramah goes halfway in between both of these two opinions. And the Ramah says like this. The Ramah says, when the person finds a mistake, so now it depends. Is this a place where you can stop or not? Because sometimes, you, some places you can stop, even if it's not where the Chumash tells you to stop earlier, but I could stop here. Or, is a place where I can't stop. Now the Ramah says, it's like this. he agrees that I can't continue to read from Apostle Sefer Torah. He says, if I can stop here, stop here. And then make the bracha here, exactly where I'm up to. And then from there on, I'll read from the Gosh Sefer Torah. If I can't stop here, because it's a place where I'm allowed to stop, we're having a three psukim, so then I have to keep reading from the Sefer Torah because I'm not allowed to continue reading from Apostle Sefer Torah now that I know it's possible. And therefore I'll have to continue from the Sefer Torah and make the bracha there. And this becomes the halacha the difference between the Svarim and Ashkenazim. The Svarim parts the Nak, the Pes Yosef, and that is they hold that as soon as you find a mistake, stop right away and continue over from your Torah. And we have to do that because the person can't make the bracha after learning on the Torah anymore. Now we know it's possible, we're going to have to read it from the Yosef Torah in order to enable to make the bracha afterwards. And there are masters, no. If the person can stop here, he stops here. It's only if he can't stop here, and he has to do from the second Sefer Torah, then we're going to go to the second Sefer Torah to continue from there. Everybody agrees that with the new Sefer Torah, we don't go backwards on what you already read. And as once we've already read, we say so what we already you can around the shit is that we are see with that, and now you're only going to go forward from here. We don't go backwards again. What is brought down, as an aside, is if it happens on the Shabbos, and we can, we can add alias, and we can add, the mistake was early enough in the past that we can add extra alias, we have seven people reading from the new Sefer Torah, then there's a benefit in doing that. But uh, if we can't, so we will be Yotze with what you already learned beforehand and around the shit to that what, what at least believe it, the work one's learned from Apostle Sefer Torah, and one's also Yotze with.